and welcome to the Movie Wala podcast. Today is our last episode of this season, which was a tiny season. <laughs> and today we are talking about Ishq. The movie released in 1997 and it was directed by Indra Kumar and it stars Amir Khan, Ajay Devgan, Juhi Chawla and Kajol. This is the first time we are actually uh, mentioning the star cast. We have not been <laughs> we let go yeah we let go but that's cool let's wrap it up nicely <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i don't even know if this should be called a season i mean it is technically a season but it's just like yeah it's like a limited series you know like <laughs> a, like an elite it's not on cable network <laughs> okay no it's not on cable television <laughs> no it's not a network television right it's yeah, an it's exclusive a- mini series by an elite network Let's let's not sense? even try. Let's just move <laughs> forward. I've lost track of what you are saying. I saw your bald face. I was like, what? What is happening? So another movie with the uh, Juhi. Like this was a mini mini season, and even in that, we have managed to have three Sharuk movies and three Juhi movies, and it was not our intention. We just picked random movies. that we felt had good memories right like yeah for sure i know we've spoken about her quite a bit you know when we've discussed her movies and all that in our other seasons but i don't know at least to me it seems like a revelation like look at her the more you look at her i'm like oh my god she's not spoken about enough by people you know for for everything even if it's a superficial thing like her looks or even her dancing skills right She's just nailing it. I'm like, "Oh my god, why why haven't we spoken about not we as in you and I, but then generally, you know, like the industry, why don't we talk more about her? Why haven't we done that?" Yeah, nobody hyped her in 90s. I don't know why. I mean, everybody was working with her and she was, you know, the contender of the top spot. She was always like the, you know, in the running for the number 1 back in the day. Who's the number 1 heroine of this year? But still like we have never mentioned any of her skill sets like mm. men, you know, like you said. And I would I think I've said this before and I'll say it again. Being good looking is not a superficial thing. It is a blessing and something that is not in your control and you know so i don't think there's anything wrong in appreciating an actor's looks especially because they are on the screen for us to like them <laughs> so yeah. if they can act and have good looks and can dance and all the other stuff that's just like cherry on the top but good looks and acting is just like match made in yeah. heaven i know totally and she just lights up the screen i think we've just used that for her a lot but she truly does Yeah, I think it used luminous face, lights up the screen, brings joy to us, <laughs> makes us happy. Juhi must be like if she listens to this, she'll be like, "Oh my god, these two stalkers are getting creepier." <laughs> well, we are not stalking the current Juhi. We are only crushing over the '90s Juhi. Plus, you know how in our culture they say like when someone's remembering you get you get hiccups. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure she must be getting a lot of hiccups every time we record. And if she's sleeping, she must be getting hiccups in her sleep. <laughs> so since we already we are already talking about Juhi, let's just start with her and then we can go to the other people. There were so many good scenes. Like, why don't you start with your favorite scene and then I can go from there. Favorite scene of a uh, Juhi, you mean, right? Okay, so one of my uh, it didn't uh, start as a favorite scene, but towards the end I was like, oh my god! Okay, the, that scene that I'm talking about I think is that famous kissing scene when it, when both of them get into a fight over something, and then Amir is just like mad at her, and she's trying to stop him from leaving, and he actually forcefully kisses her on the mouth, right? So I was like, oh my god, what is wrong with him? How can he do something like that? And then obviously, and Tanvi texts her. She's like, "Wait for it." And then obviously, Juhi goes and you know kisses him forcefully. So I thought, okay, that was nal- nicely done because you know normally it doesn't happen. You know, either the girl cries or slaps him or something like that. But I thought this was awesome. And then towards the end of that, she just does this snap. Right? Oh my god! I was like, this woman is amazing. <laughs> so that that was one of my favorite scenes of Juhi Chawla. And there's one more, but you go first. You go now. So I really like this scene as well, and the snap is just a like a 
reply back to him right because he kisses her and then snaps and says like you know do not kind of implying that do not mess with me so the kiss wasn't like a romantic kiss it was a do not mess with me kiss and then so she kisses him back like what do you mean like you know because prior to this you know whatever we've known about their uh, relationship in the movie has been this tit for tat like he does something and then she takes revenge and he does something she takes so this was also like the same revenge kiss right and i liked it and i like what you said that i what the writer and the director did with it so it wasn't like yes it was completely inappropriate and wrong but lucky for her that it was amir and not a creep <laughs> <laughs> and also how they you know uh, turned it around right turned it around exactly what you said and the snap and everything and i love amir's face after that and he's just like <laughs> and the shade he says i don't remember but something to the effect of like you know ye kaun si kya system badal di or something ha, like that yeah, it's yeah. so nice yeah so good <laughs> like just amir and juhi's chemistry like the comic chemistry we like forget romantic chemistry right we know from starting from qs qt it has been hell of a chemistry but their comic timing in this i was in stitches i couldn't stop laughing and truly laughing and so coming to my favorite scene which is a comedy scene which is a it comes right in the first 30 minutes where they are in a shopping mall yeah. <laughs> so they are actually you know, back in the 90s we had these departmental stores where you could get everything from your it was like a walmart but an upscale walmart right like um, so you get all your uh, household products but you also get your clothes but they are not like walmart quality clothes they are like these good <laughs> quality clothes So anyway so they are shopping for Amir is uh there to buy a toothpaste <laughs> Juhi is already there and she inquires about it and he also is there and so they both end up being there by and there's the last family pack of the toothpaste left and then they have this banter which you know if i say it it's not going to be any good so i really would encourage everyone to go listen to it there are clips of it yeah. you don't have to watch the whole movie <laughs> just watch this clip and it's been years right 1997 till today i still laugh like just thinking of it i'm already laughing it's like this banter is so natural and they're so good in it yeah oh my gosh so oh, it's hilarious <laughs> and there's this one before that there's one scene where they're fighting about the car i mean there's a whole like this whole scene which starts from the car and ends in the the whole scene is phenomenal and at that some point chuy calls him lallula <laughs> and the way she says it like lallu ka it's like and then he complains to ajay like he mere ko lallu bol i mean i don't think anybody who hasn't watched it it you know they'll be thinking why are we laughing this is not funny but you have to see both of these people execute the scene and oh my god it's like a good 10 minute scene at least yeah i and i love it and i so many times i've watched the movie just to watch juhi and amir <laughs> banter with each other yeah all right what's your next favorite scene it's again of juhi right we're talking about her so amir works in this mecha- car mechanic shop right so so the rich dads they come into the shop and obviously you know they're trying to uh make him not be in love with it sounds weird but that's exactly <laughs> what they want not be in love with their daughter because you know they're rich and he's poor but anyway so you know when that scene uh yeah or in that scene um after everything is done i think juhi walks because obviously the dads are bullying kajol and amir into kind of signing a letter saying that okay we'll not be in love with your daughter and your son right So end of the scene as she walks in like a hero like you even mentioned right she walks in it's like a, you know how a mass hero in hindi as we call it you know how when they walk in and you know they they rescue the girl right so that's exactly how she walks in and also the director the way he had taken it like even kajol gets so excited like you know like how a woman like a female lead would get excited when a hero walks in to save her right so kajol does that so i thought there were these little notes that i really liked about uh, the director actually you know the way he had turned it around completely i thought it was really done well 
at least for the first 2 hours because you don't get that it was 97 and it was not done like that now it may be a norm you know but a woman was not given the same you know look or the same feel and the same walk as a hero was given right so that i thought was so cool <laughs> and to see kajol's happy look of you know oh she's come to rescue and save us kind of thing right i, I thought it was so refreshing so yeah i liked it <laughs> Yeah, I I know exactly which scene you're talking about, and she does enter like a hero, and then she's just a lot of her dialogues are actually delivered as if she's the hero, you know, of the film, because in comparison to how the heroes in '90s were behaving, so we are talking in comparison to that, you know, other than other than the movies which like you know Shri Devi did this movie called Lad La, okay, she's behaving. That's like a different. Uh... genre me genre no i mean yeah the whole treatment of the girl boss is different here they are not trying to show her as a girl boss or anything this is just who she is like and i like that they actually uh, i was curious to see because i mean i did remember but i had like very faded memories i haven't watched ishq in a while but they held on to the thread of her character right till the end so you know you see how ajay and kajol got get back together and then I was very curious like how does how do these two get back together and they the 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 director and the writer were able to like keep the essence of the characters so juhi doesn't go like how kajol goes right kajol is shown as this really simple girl with simple like emotions and she runs with the flow whereas juhi is never shown like that So when they are meeting together she's just awkwardly standing there and she's like she's also stuck to her like uh, thing of not being able to say sorry to even her friend right Kajol comes and says sorry to her friend and um, basically i liked all of these small nuances that Juhi brought to the character and the character was also written in a way so that's a good observation because uh, you know normally in like hindi cinema you know the way the reason we keep complaining sometimes about you know the way it's written is because you know there's no consistency in the character right they don't uh, develop the character well but here so you know after like 1 hour or 1 and a half hours into the movie the character of especially a woman kind of becomes like a generic regular one but here they kind of try to keep the same character so even when they get back together she still has that feistiness and you know yeah so that was good yeah i mean in a oh, like in a normal movie the female character after the intermission would have turned into sati savitri who would only wear salwar kameez yeah. and saree and after the whole conflict uh, she would be like all crying and you know the pitch would have changed her whole character would have changed but in this neither did her wardrobe change except for the song in the song she's crying in like really yeah. nice salwar kameez which i loved <laughs> because she looked stunning even when she was sad but her wardrobe doesn't change she just continues to be the person she yeah i loved it yeah yeah okay let's uh, let's go to chakajol and then uh, move on so are you a fan of kajol i think i am yeah yeah i i like her for the things that i think we've spoken about in ddlj right i like her because i think she's one of the uh, a few people uh, back in the day where you know she just was comfortable in her own skin right uh, even in terms of her complexion or even in terms of her weight or you know things like that i felt she was really comfortable even with her hair we've spoken about her gorgeous natural hair right so for that reason i totally i really like what she did what, with what she could i think that's one of the reasons i really like her but acting why sometimes she really gets on my nerves you know because sometimes she gets really i think uh, the image that i have of kajal is that stupid movie what is that k3g oh my god you know i let's can't. blame everything on karan <laughs> we blame sharukh's sharukh's turn on him let's blame kajal's loudness on him myself you know i i i'm all for loud uh, you know women right like jab we met she's kind of loud and you know she's hyper and all that but yeah but kajal this movie she can act that is my so the angrier i get is when you know that i love them so much because i know that they can do it you know what i mean it's not like you know i'm just getting angry because she's so good in this one it's not her real character you know she's it's not the loud character that she normally plays uh she's so subdued but she pulls it off and she looks so believable as yeah. this as this you know oh, save me from everything kind of woman <laughs> so before k3g i think 
she had done a bunch of such movies right even there is this movie where the dushman where she's playing a double role one sister is like little subdued and the other one the tomboyish and loud and what not so i think she had shown that she can do these subtle roles and that's where her personality like back in the day there weren't that many interviews there were but we didn't have like real picture of what she is like and now that i know what she is like and she is a bit loud she's a bit i don't know i i'm trying to find a better word because i don't like the word bhenji because there's nothing wrong with being a bhenji but you know the essence <laughs> of that word is what i'm trying to capture yeah. in another word yeah i'm trying to think let's just stick with loud she's just very loud but loud in not a nice way loud and like so juhi's character in this movie is loud and that's mm. the good loud yes because she doesn't annoy you right like you're not getting exhausted just watching that character <laughs> yeah and watching or hearing kajol in her interviews now i don't know something's changed because back in the day in her interviews even she wasn't loud she was just mm. her like nonchalant i don't give a damn kind of she was just fur. chirpy when spoken to like you know otherwise she'll just sit i don't know she was just like i'm here i'm doing my work and then if i need to if you ask me a question i'll answer it the way i want to answer it but now she just too much i don't know i can't take it but this role is the version of her that i like where she can just so she's not loud and you she doesn't even have very many dialogues but she is able to emote through her eyes and you know she actually doesn't even have any punchlines like all the punchlines are with the other three people or with johnny lever <laughs> oh that's true she doesn't have too many of those yeah. yeah i don't know any like except for like burning uh, making tea with those uh, court papers she doesn't have any punchlines like she does not crack a joke in the whole movie so the whole thing like and even then you remember her because of her like innocence and just this very simple simple approach to acting like hers was like okay here i am and i'm going to act and then that's it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> which was true to the character that she was right that she played in the movie yeah it was good so i liked her yeah so what about ajay are you a fan of him <laughs> i don't know i don't think so <laughs> i like him because he's just quiet i like quiet guys so you know he's just quiet <laughs> I I'm I don't have any other opinion on him I think. There was this very short window in Hindi movies where we all thought he was a good actor right like we spoken yeah. about yeah. when we did like Mahesh Bhatt episode in like Zakham and Hum Dil Se Jo Ke Sanam and hmm. what was his other stuff he did Jigar I I'm sure you haven't seen it yeah. but I have, I have seen it Oh I know I'm sure you haven't seen this movie called Najaes No So I, I also so. think I have mentioned this movie like maybe in the first year of our podcast and you said you hadn't watched it. Well, he's done a lot of these kind of movies and like I don't know Kachche Dhage and God don't even get me started where he's played the same character over and over again uh of being this quiet brooding guy and he does it well, you know, the <laughs> brooding does. kind, yeah. <laughs> So he plays to his strength. So yeah, I think there was this very short period before uh, Rohit Shetty found him <laughs> that he did this really, really singam and all that, right? Oh my god, I don't even know how I remember the name of the movie. Ugh. Because it is like shoved in our faces yeah. every chance it gets. I mean, it's you. The word is used in other movies. The moment they want to talk about a cop who's going to come mm-hmm. and save you, right? Like it's become a synonym. Yeah, it's like etched in history now. Like you can't take it out of the history of Indian cinema. It's I mean, so that's sad. a good dialogue. The movie has. I mean, I haven't watched it, but like you I said, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> your face so much. You will know about it. Yeah, but um, I thought, yeah, this. I I mean, it, it's Ajay and Kajal together, right? So, and obviously, at that point, I think they had been dating for at least like three or four years. So you can, it's cute to see them together. Cute is the word I'm. I keep getting a lot when I was watching the movie, especially all the songs. I was telling Thanvi, I was like, "Is it just me, or is everyone just cute?" You know, in the songs. So Thanvi was like, "No, it's not you. It, they are. They are so cute. <laughs> they are cute. They are. They. They had a certain innocence with which they were approaching this movie. I mean, the movie is absolutely in every way possible politically incorrect, 
and I was there for it. I was like, yes, that's how you do a politically incorrect movie right. They are talking about fat shaming. They shame people on their color. They shame people for baldness. <laughs> they sh- Amir also has a black face in it. <laughs> See, I think you're right. They did everything that's possible to get them cancelled, you know, if they are going to do it now, right? But I was in for it. I think it's more to do with the fact, do you think it's because, you know, the director also was self-aware and he kind of... So when you were talking about that Kala and Ganja thing joke, right? I was like, it's okay because they're, picking, they're friends and they're just like... Doing it to each other. Yeah, yeah. doing it to each other. So I didn't cringe at all. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. I think again, we've been doing this forever and I feel like we have no new thoughts. We keep saying the same thing and we keep saying, we said this in our previous season. <laughs> at least our memory is good. <laughs> yeah, at least we are self-aware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what was I going to say? I always lose the thread of my thought in my own story. You were talking about like, they were using it at each other, right? Yeah, so I think, never mind, it'll come to me. Yeah, <laughs> never but the surprising thing is that Indra Kumar, like he's not known to be self-aware. Like he's made films like Beta and then he made this soft porn film where all these people were like, I, I don't argue the name, I don't know the name. But there's like Vivek, Vivek Oberoi and basically he's made a lot of okay. stupid movies. Hmm. Beta, Dil, remember Dil? Was oh yeah. So, like, so wrong. So there's like Dil, Beta, where... Every possible thing which can happen wrong is happening and I haven't seen it again. Neither do I plan to see it again. Yeah, yeah. Dil, I tried watching it again. No, I couldn't. I'll probably just listen to the music soundtrack on its own independently. But I I mean, I I remember enough of it to already know that I don't have it in me to watch it now. And pass after 2020, my my, like Tolerance. tolerance. Yes, exactly. Has gone down so much. That I am not going to be able to take it. But yeah, so going back to all the political incorrectness in the movie. uh, You're right. They were doing it to themselves and that is fine. And also, like there was a bigger purpose of it. In the sense, like, you you know, the movie's message, although it's not a message movie, but the movie's message is they are making a whole uh, satire on rich people hating on poor people. And they go to like really unrealistic... (laughs) lens to show that the first few scenes where like Sadashiv Amrapukar is like just like oh god I'm going to go take shower because you because a poor guy touched me and this is no like joke right we have untouchability and people do behave like that so it's a reality but the way it was shown I'm hoping that no matter where you come from you can find it funny because it was shown as in it's because it's shown to show that he is the stupid one that Sadashiv Amrapur, the joke is not on the poor people. The joke is on the rich people. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right about the movie. And even when he's, uh, when the rich dad is saying things about the poor people, right? And there's a bird poop. <laughs> yeah. Remember? So it's just, yeah, it's, it's, we are laughing at, at the rich people who are being stupid, you know? I think that was the tone of the movie. So it was, yeah, it didn't come across as crazily, uh, no, not at all. It is like, it. this is one movie which is so over the top. It is so loud. It is a total 100% masala movie and it was so comforting to watch. It was so good. I loved it. I loved it. And uh, speaking of over the top and comforting, you know, um, when we started the movie, it's it's by Venus, right? So that we, again, she told me that there's no Venus. It doesn't exist anymore. That's so sad. But anyway, it starts with that. And then um, it starts with, uh, yeah, this, it starts with the rich dad being obnoxious to his poor servants, right? So it's just so loud. It's this huge house, very filmy house. And then the dad is so loud. Just the sound, right? And they obviously, they used to record in studios, right? So it's, it has the typical sound as well. I just found it so loud. It's so comforting. It was so good. Everything about the movie was good. And the... I think the star of the movie are the dialogues, hands down. Like the punchlines are so good and they work even in 2021. And I think overall the whole film, like it actually, if you are a fan of masala movies, it stands the test of time. Like if somebody does not subscribe to this school of uh, movie making, then you are already not going to like it. You probably even didn't like it when it came out. 
but if you still you know subscribe to this masala movies like we do then this is one of the good ones this is one of the ones where it ticks all the boxes and i like that unlike most masala movies which are heavy on romance this is heavy on comedy so i like that that there is romance it's like in just like really bite sized pieces and i'm okay with it but there's this whole like bag full of comedy and i like loved it and then the cherry on the top is the soundtrack yeah you want to talk about the music so when we started the movie we were like okay you know we we can forward the credits and everything but then we didn't forward any of the songs we just forward we were going to forward one sad song but we even didn't. that we did not <laughs> because it was done really well so soundtrack we knew getting into the movie that you know some of the songs you know it's very famous ish right so we knew there were, there will be a couple of songs but then every song that came up we were like and then the song that took us by surprise which one mr lovell yeah <laughs> we were like oh my god we forgot both of us forgot that it yeah. was from this movie we were like oh that is an awesome surprise it completely skipped my head like i knew the other songs are coming right like I I didn't know exactly what point of the movie they're coming I mean except for the sad song I knew which point the sad song was coming but I had forgotten other songs and I I mean of course I I like Mr Lovelo I stuck in my head even right now I think after the podcast I'm going to go listen to it again and you cannot not like move to it <laughs> and there are no dance steps to follow right they are doing something which I don't even remember but you are going to move to like some kind of a, and you are yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they're so again cute they're all so cute i would recommend this movie if even if you don't subscribe like then you were saying even if you don't subscribe to this aspect of you know masala comedy please when you watch the songs on youtube just look at their faces and the steps they're doing it's crazy cute <laughs> exactly that's exactly right it is crazy cute and i i couldn't get enough of it like i would be happy to watch it again in an, in a year's time yeah like, me too i think I, i'm ready yeah. yeah now this movie is like on my my list of like let's go back to it kind of movie. we just finished it but i'm totally open to watching it within a year yeah i was like and i'm definitely going to watch the songs again because <laughs> that is happening right oh, away <laughs> <laughs> and i was like so do you have a favorite song yeah Oh, Mr. Lovelo, I think all of it. Everything is so cute. The, I, I mean, I've seen this movie, but then I've I haven't noticed how cute they were all. I they were all of them. Like Ajay Devgan, who will call him cute? But he was so cute in the song. I think together their chemistry, like all four of them together, was really good. And in like good Hindi movie fashion, or even actually, I'll go ahead and say Indian movie fashion. There's like it, it's. perfect when two friends fall in love with two friends it's like oh now we can have like unlimited double you don't have to go looking for a couple friends <laughs> yeah and uh, going back to the music i think when anumala gets it right he gets it so right so damn right and i didn't mind him singing the song like he sings that humko tumse pyar hai <laughs> and then i like that sub music in between also like humko tumse pyar hai tan 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 i like this back going back to being like whatever age i was at 1997 see it's so cute i didn't even mind his you know his voice <laughs> i didn't and the two romantic songs uh, one between ajay and kajol and the one between uh, amir and juhi they both were good as well and there are so many choreographers in this movie that don't know who to give credit to but they all did a fab job <laughs> amazing job and that reminds me of one of the funniest articles that you sent me ever <laughs> that funniest article you know what it said <laughs> it said it said oh, oh god what's the name saroj, saroj. khan <laughs> so it said saroj khan wanted uh, wanted us to dance like ajay devgan that was the title of the article it is so funny and i looked it up and i i read it and it did say that so apparently so kajol was the one who gave that interview and she said that saroj khan would give the steps and all four of them would dance you know practice and saroj khan would stop all of them and say hey what are you know three of you what are you doing ajay devgan is the only one who's doing what i am asking him to do <laughs> 
uh, that must have been the days where Ajit Devgan used to listen to people, I suppose. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I thought that was hilarious. But yeah, like you said, all, all of them have done such a great job in terms of choreography. Yeah. I'm actually thinking about all these wonderful songs and I'm actually very curious just about the fact that there were so many choreographers like I am very curious to find out why he did that because people didn't mm. do that then and even I was looking at the lyricist right because I really like the lyrics of the songs like I think who has written these really uh, eclectic mix of wonderful songs so they're like three four lyricists there's Javed Akhtar, Dev Kohli, uh, Rahat Indori and Anu Malik himself. So, oh, wow. humko, tum, humko tumse pyaar hai. Is written? written by him. Yeah. I was like, wow. And then I was like, okay, who's written? Mr. Lova Lova. It's written by Dev Kohli. I was like, okay. Cool. Oh my gosh. So, it's so cute. It is. Like, we gotta say, stop saying cute. I know. But, but it is cute. You'll know when you guys watch. If you guys go to YouTube and, you know, watch these songs. Oh God. All right, now moving on to Aamir Khan. We haven't watched Aamir's movie for the podcast in a while, right? Yeah, what was the last movie that we watched of his? I actually don't remember. Do you think it was Lagan for Ashutosh's episode? I don't know. That was the last one. I I mean, I don't know what else. Or was Hama Ham Hai Rahi Pyaar Ke? Oh, I remember that so clearly. I, I actually have no idea, so I'm not even going to pretend to know. But it both of those things have been for a, like it's been a while. It's been a while for sure. Yeah. 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 What did you think about Amir Khan? <laughs> I mean, I miss this Amir. Why can't he go back to doing these senseless, stupid things? Roles I know. Where I can just like drool at him, be like, oh, he's so cute. Oh my god! Even the sweaty Amir was so good. <laughs> Yeah, and even the blackface armor, right? He he does. You can see he's such a perfectionist, right? He he nails uh, playing the dad, which is played by you know Sadashiv. Uh, he you can actually tell that he's trying to be like him, you know. And also the sweaty armor when this uh, dad, the rich dads, when they walk into his mechanic shop and they throw something at his face, and then he just wipes it off, and he looks so cute doing that. Oh my god. Okay, so I couldn't resist finding out which was the last movie he got, we watched of his. And of was, course, you couldn't. <laughs> it was Rangila in like 2019. Uh, oh, nice. I mean, and this is that was another one which we said like, oh, this is before the method acting, Amir. I mean, I'm sure he did method acting in these movies, but I can't tell. Like, I really can't tell. And I probably just want to see him do some light-hearted comedy. Not like three idiots kind of comedy. I mean, it's all well and good. But just this Hindi movie comedy, yeah, like, senses. There is no message. <laughs> there is no social message. I think he should really stop doing social message movies. He should just stop caring about the society now. Seriously, it's high time. Yeah, he, he's so good. I just want him to be... Okay, wouldn't it be amazing to have all four of them again? Do you think it'll be nice? In what? I don't know if they all can be just loony now. Like, I don't think Ajay is so stuck up. I can't imagine him just being like, let go and be easy. Amit for sure can't be easy. Like, he is already so, like, his whole body seems so tight to me. I feel like he needs a massage. (laughs) (laughs) Chill, dude, chill. Juhi is on an environmentalist trip. So, and unfortunately, she doesn't seem that cool anymore. She seems very, like, strict to me. Yeah. That leaves Kajol and Kajol on her own is very loud. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I wouldn't mind seeing the same people. I mean, they can't be this crazy because, you know, they have to play a little to their age. But Ooh, yes. But wouldn't okay. that be nice? So I just had an idea. Yes, they should play parents the same. These four people have grown up and now they have kids and they are still like loony parents, right? Like, I'm 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 chal- I'm channeling the show that I just finished watching, the Adventures of uh, New Christine. Like she's a stupid, lazy, crazy lady. <laughs> she has no moral compass. She she's not a good like <laughs> from any standard. She's like really funny mom. And what if they all were like that, right? Like they're failing at parenting, and and how? But in a comedic sense, movie format where they all are now parents and they both have they both the both i mean both pairs 
set of people can have like how many of our kids i don't know maybe one each let's or maybe two each or whatever and they're failing at parenting and they're still that funny i mean like juhi is still that like <laughs> opinionated with like oh that'll be nice and, uh, and oh oh and kajol and ajay are little bondu types right but their kids can be like super street smart <laughs> That's what I was going to say. So Kajol is this Pavam. Uh, Pavam is Tamil. Tamil for Bichari. So uh-huh. anyway. So Kajol is this, you know, very sweet mom, right? So the the kids can be the ones who are like, you know, just making fun of their parents. Not in a annoying way. But, you know, yeah, that'll be nice. Yeah. So here, there's an idea if anybody's listening and cares to write a script. Because we are never going to do that. <laughs> yep. And you can have our idea for free. We are never going to come and claim yeah, it as never. ours. We are, too, we are too lazy to do that. <laughs> We don't even want any money. Even if you cast all of these. Just films. make a good movie and we'll watch it. Yeah. That's all I... That's we all just, we We're just two simple girls. <laughs> lazy. Simple girls. <laughs> Hyphen lady. Uh, lazy. <laughs> Not lady. <laughs> lazy. <laughs> By mistake, I'd slipped lady. So I wanted to correct it. <laughs> Not a lady. Just lazy. Okay, back to Amir. So <laughs> he's again... Of course, he's cute and we loved everything. Yeah. But his comic time is so good. Impeccable. It is so freaking good. Yeah. And the way he delivers his dialogues is just same as how Munna was doing in uh, Rangila, right? The dialogue is funny, but it's Amir's delivery which is mm. making me crack up years later even. Because sometimes it's something is funny and you listen to it and it's only funny once. But if you can actually picture it and if you actually know how this person is going to deliver that dialogue that predictability kind of makes it funnier and i think that's why the uh, comedians like you know we know how mehmood is going to deliver a dialogue we know how johnny lever is going to deliver a dialogue and that's why we find them funny so i know today it's all about like oh my god let's do it in a way it's never done before and i was like how about just do it in a way that we want you to do it i really think you know i mean uh, jokes apart i really want him to do a funny movie you know like go back to comedy it's okay you can be a good actor and still you know be in a comedy movie you know what i mean like generally comedy is kind of looked down upon that oh you know there's no <clears throat> room for acting but uh, yeah not anymore not anymore like now i think we all have accepted it that that's true like comedy is an art form and that we all have to he did this really annoying role in the secret superstar where he's this obnoxious mm, music that director over the top yeah over the, i mean i liked him i i i didn't really have any issues with it except but that wasn't the that that's not the kind of comedy we no, wanted to exactly, do right? this exactly this is the this is the comedy so that's what i was trying to say that that's the difference between when it is like all scripted and choreographed and you know inch by inch how he's supposed to move so that is where he's trying to play i don't know whoever like a version of a music director that he's seen in the world around we just want this filmy amir <laughs> to do filmy comedy that's what i want it's like simple things i don't ask for much <laughs> because his comic timing is amazing and you know when he has the right script and when he has the right people that he can play off of like in this case you know all three of them are really great you know he he just shines it's so good so i really miss seeing him in comedy movies and oh i think we said the same for nasir too right the last movie that we um, yeah. that we spoke about caught both of them actually both of them together would not be bad at all have they done a movie together sefaros yeah have they have they interacted but that was such i a mean only in the movie. end like mm. when it comes to kill him oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's about it yeah But I like, like, I forget what I was going to say. Never mind. I don't know something. I need to eat some almonds or something. <laughs> I keep like losing my thoughts. Yeah. Uh, not just Amir, but all four of them are so phenomenal. They're such good actors. I mean, Ajit Devgan also actually in this movie. Um, that um, there was, uh, there was a, a middle, um, there was a time in the middle of the movie where it was kind of going a little... Uh, you know for like maybe 10 the minutes last last 50 minutes was like that. yeah right yeah. and but then because of these amazing performances we did not even roll our eyes or we were not like oh my god why did we pick this movie you know it was just yeah it was just so good it was actually a nice watch overall 
I was actually a little scared about the last 50 minutes because after the dud experience I was like I just hope that this is not like going to torture us but and even like as we were treading closer to the last 50 minutes I was just like oh my god I hope it doesn't take like a sharp left turn and it does for a little bit but again like what you said because of their strong performances and also the pace of the movie even though it is a little predictable and it's a little like regressive the way they are uh, choosing to create conflict and choosing to make this story move forward like i had ideally i would like better writing for that like i don't want them to use uh, you know female abuse and uh, this kind of misunderstanding i don't think like it definitely won't fly today but now like in 1997 fine but even then i didn't mind it purely because all of these people were doing such a good job of keeping me engaged and their acting is so good and there's a scene in the towards the end where juhi and ajay go and visit amir and kajol when kajol's unwell and they've come to tell them that oh you're moving on and we are also moving on getting married man juhi's acting and her expression like she is like channeling this mean diva rich brat and she does a phenomenal job and it's not over the top it's like the right amount of over the top it's the right filmy bitch where she's like oh my god kajal are you unwell oh are you having another baby it's like oh my god yeah she is so good in that scene and so she's this mean evil bitch for those like few minutes and she was looking stunning i was like serving looks her look like her face whoever did the makeup did flawless a flawless job especially for that scene i mean she always looked amazing but that scene i was like man her makeup's on point and she's acting on point the dialogues are on point everything about that scene was like mean and bitchy and so, so good deep. yeah i don't know who the makeup artist was i wish we had some information on that but I, yeah 1997 i don't think we're going to have any such information mm, it's so yeah. sad no because they've done such a great job yeah but this is a pack total package it had everything that we are uh, craving from a total masala movie i loved it i even like the drama and the me too <laughs> remember towards the end the last 45 50 minutes right yeah towards the end there was this typical filmy drama happening and i was like i'm loving it because of their acting acting prowess oh my god this so and even good. the conviction of the writers i feel like you have to give it to it like when the parents the two fathers are saying those absolutely stupid things and they were stupid for even 1997 it's not like they were stu- <laughs> they are stupid now they were like god what are these middle aged old men saying but they said with such conviction that you know that i don't know it's like really hard to find words to explain this thin line when a right uh when the actors are able and the writers and actors are able to walk this uh, thread of masala believability and the drama so you know it's a movie but you know it's not real but it's hitting you like it's real that is why i love bollywood movies you know masala movies there are some over the top crazy masala movies where i'm like oh my god no like in you know, the singam and all those crap but like 80s and 90s you know especially like there's this perfect note like it's hard to define it and explain it but then when you see it you know it like it can't happen in real life there's no one who talks like that but then it's so believable on screen i mean there there are things that they say which probably we say in our life but they say it in a way that you we don't say it like i remember there was this one scene where you know um yeah after that the pole walking the iconic scene where ajay devgan started walking on the water pipe of course like and that's the good thing right i don't want to use logic i'm buying into it yes it happened and i'm in for the comedy it was hilarious i was there so the scene right after that when kajol and uh, ajay actually now kind of like the, the meet cute is naturally happened way before but this is the first time they're going to talk to each other and Amir is not letting him talk he just says everything and then I just like can you like go and let me talk and express my love myself so anyways the dialogue i'm talking about is like when Amir turns and like acha ladki mil gayi dost ko bhul gaya and the way he says it 
is how I remember everybody ever saying it. Like, and I feel like he's also saying it just for the effect of saying it because he doesn't mean it, right? He knows that ladki milge dosko bhiya zar. But just the way he says it, and I was like, oh. There were a few other dialogues as well, like when they talk parents, and I like when how Juhi talks to her father. Juhi, her father complains that you keep doing it over and over again, and he's like, but you still don't do not learn your lesson. That is good. So it uh, the dialogues and the writer was Tan Tanvir Khan, and he did a phenomenal job. I would go see where else he's written what not. Yeah, I know. It. I'm curious now. Yeah. I think this is one movie where we have actually not said anything bad. I can't think of anything bad. Although I want to give like a special shout out to Johnny Lever because I really thought he had the killer lines and he did a good job. Like his comedy was right. Like it didn't go over the top for me because sometimes it does. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, and then also towards the end when he actually because he has a he has a key role in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, towards the end when he kind of um, yeah. You'll have to see it, but then I thought I thought he held his own and it was good. You know, he did a good job. Yeah, yeah. I, and you liked all his lines, right? I loved all his lines. His lines, I like. You know, he's slapping. He's slapping. Sadash Ramna Purkar, and he's like, "Why are you slapping?" And then he says that Nana Patekar's dialogue. Ek macha adik. And even in the beginning, like when. The guy. So we said, like in the beginning, he shows like he untouchable. You know, there are poor people you can't touch them, and this and that. And he's like going to take a shower. He comes back. <laughs> Johnny Lever starts doing like pest control on him. <laughs> he's like, what are you? <laughs> and he's like, you know, <laughs> the kitano stay way long. <laughs> oh God, so funny. I'm still laughing. And I was like, and then he's like, he's going to leave, and then Johnny Lever starts following him, and he's like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "With you." He's like, "I'm going to kill myself," and he's like, "I want to make sure yeah. that you do it." <laughs> Those are the kind of comebacks I would wish I had, like you know, <laughs> in my life. My comebacks always come late. Like after an hour, I'll be like, "Oh, I should have said that." <laughs> Mine's like a fifty-fifty like chance. Sometimes they come on the like right moment. And at that time, I'm so angry. Like they usually come when I'm angry. So at that time, I'm so angry that I'm not able to like appreciate them because I'm still like wanting to see more. Yeah. <laughs> and then later, I'm like, well, at least I said that. <laughs> But sometimes they don't come on time, and then that's when I'm like very disappointed in myself. <laughs> disappointed in my capability of being mean. <laughs> So overall, would you recommend this film? <laughs> oh my god! Overall, let me think about it. <laughs> let me think. Huh? We just spoke for forty-five minutes. What did you get out of it? I, I mean, the fact that I'm ready to watch it again, even if somebody said tomorrow, like if somebody, you know, if you were like Tanya, really want to watch the first half again, I'd be like, let's do it. That's how much I appreciate it. And that's how that's how much I would recommend it. We were a little worried, like that. We were saying if you know the second half will hold, uh, but it did. Like we said, you know, there's like five or ten minutes of uh, where is this going? But then you know it picks up because of these guys. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you uncomfortable, and like you know, we've already put the disclaimer that we don't want it to happen in movies now and blah blah blah. But when we're watching old movies, we try our best to watch them in the time they were in. Yeah. Provided the acting and everything else stands right, like if the acting is horrible, the dialogues are horrible, the music's horrible, then why am I going to like appreciate this? Okay, this is one of those few movies of Indra Kumar that I would say like people should watch it. Although I haven't watched his other work recently, neither do I plan to. Oh, does he have any recent work? I see. Oh my God, Grand Masti and all is this? That is the porn I was talking about. Oh my God, okay. That is the, that's what like it's very surprising that he was able to make a self-aware movie because I do not think he is actually self-aware. I think this is a fluke. Wow, got it. I know what you're saying. And Masti, yeah, two thousand four movie. Oh my gosh, okay. I mean, hmm. even the total dhamal I have not seen it, but I do know I've seen the the trailer and. I mean, let me go back and see what was the last movie of his that I truly watched and enjoyed. Man, me too. I think that was the last. Oh, I didn't know Man was his. Okay, 
I probably have seen Aashiq, which is Bobby Deol's movie, but I cannot be hundred. I it has Karishma Kapoor, so I think I did watch all Karishma Kapoor movies at one point, but I don't remember anything about it. So doesn't say much for it. Okay, I think I've just seen yeah, Man. That was the last movie of his. I think I've seen. So like putting putting an asterisk to Aashiq, definitely seen Man, Ishq, Raja, Beta, Dil. I've seen all of these. <laughs> that goes with the nineties tag. <laughs> that that goes like th- all those five are like definitely quintessential nineties. And anyways, the Ashik came in two thousand one, so it's already left the nineties. So those five are. I mean, and they are all very very uh, popular nineties movie. They all have like some reference. Like Dil has Madhuri, and the whole sequence. And it is a little about women empowerment in its weird, psychotic way. Yeah. <laughs> and beta also is like oh my god another of those i don't know i don't even know what the message was because the, there is a woman who is very powerful in it but in not in a good way raja is only popular for the song and for the awkwardness of sanjay kapoor right oh, sanjay kapoor yes, right yeah. yes and then man uh man was uh, man was okay i mean it could have been better had it been adapted better because it's a really good uh, english movie yeah I mean, it had its moments. I think when I watched it the first time, I didn't hate it, but it's not a it's not a repeat value movie. And uh, all right, we've also discussed Indra Kumar's career <laughs> at max. We are ever going to. There's never going to be an episode on him for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> This is the episode on him. Oh, and he's um, Arunay Rani's brother. Yeah, he and the, I think Arunay Rani was in a lot of his movies, no? I know she was in Beta. The main lead is Aruna Irani only. <laughs> well, on that note, would you recommend this movie, Flo? <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> yes, for sure. All right, so it's a big, loud, resounding yes from both of us. If you haven't watched it and you are a fan of '90s Hindi masala movies, please watch it. If you are not a fan and you've never watched one. and you want to know what we are talking about then please watch it and and if you're not a fan of this you know masala comedy or you know this kind of comedy doesn't appeal to you please watch all the songs on youtube and look at their faces and the steps they do it's adorable yeah and no more and that's it <laughs> so we are going to say goodbye we do hope that we'll be back again But until then, you can find us on Twitter at MovieWalaPod, on Instagram at MovieWalaPodcast, and you can email us directly at MovieWalaPodcast at gmail dot com. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.